Somebody give the Lord a shout. Hallelujah. We want to thank the Lord so much that he's blessed us with a new year. Amen. Amen. And um, of course, last week's Sunday was the first Sunday of the year, but um, it was also the crossover service. Amen. Amen. So today is actually, in a way, or technically, our first Sunday meeting as a church. Amen. Amen. And wherever you are, I want you to celebrate the goodness of God. Somebody celebrate the mercies of our God. Celebrate the faithfulness of our God. Hallelujah. Um, You want to turn to the person next to you, tell the person you are welcome into the house of God. We thank God. Today is also our prophetic encounter service, and we have people from the various branches connected. We have the Achimota branch. They they call themselves the A-Town branch, the East Legon branch, the Soul Hills branch, the Aloga Junction branch, the Bantama branch. We celebrate all of them. We have people watching from the U.S., the U.K., um, all the nations of the world, Australia, all the nations of the world. And also, we are streaming live from Wager Crown Liberty Hotel, Aplaku. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. You want to take your seats in heavenly places. And um, you want to thank the Lord for the, a new month and a new year. You want to thank the Lord particularly for the year 2023. Just uh, wherever you are watching online in this place at the various branches, you want to begin to thank God for once again, you know, we never cease to thank God. We never cease to celebrate the Lord for what he's done. Amen. 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 So I know we've been thanking the Lord all through our various prayer sessions. But once again, I want us to thank God for the year 2023. Lift up your voice right now. Begin to thank him for the year 2023. Thank him that he's blessed you with life. Thank him that you have peace. Thank him that you have favor. Thank him for his will, his good will towards you. In the name of Jesus. Celebrate the Lord. Celebrate the goodness of our God, the faithfulness of our God. If it had not been the Lord was on our side, where would we have been? When the storms came against us, they would have engulfed us. We would have been overwhelmed. But the Lord has helped us. The Lord has saved us. The Lord has delivered us. Celebrate him. In the name of Jesus, that you have not been confused, that God has not given you over to the will of your enemies. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, we praise you, God. We celebrate you, God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. I want you once again to thank the Lord for. Um, the year 2023 and commit the year to the hands of God. Pray the Lord, Spirit of God, go ahead of me in this year. The Bible says that the earth was without form and void. Darkness was upon the face of the deep. The Spirit of God moved upon the waters and God said, let there be light and there was light. You want to pray that Holy Spirit move upon the year 2023. Incubate upon the year 2023. Lift up your voice and pray right now in Jesus' name. Pray that Spirit of God move upon the year. Incubate upon the year. Lord, Bring everything into obedience to Christ. Bring everything into obedience to Christ. Declare that everything is brought into obedience to Christ. In the name of Jesus, declare that there is a realignment, a reconstitution, a restructuring. In the name of Jesus, of everything in this year 2023. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. That Father, let your will be done. Father, let there be light. Comfort. I declare that the light of God shall illuminate your year 2023. The light of God shall flood your year 2023. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. 
want to take our last prayer point before we enter into the word of God and you want to pray that the word of God will speak to you specifically. You want to pray that the seed of the word that is planted into your heart will bring forth fruit even a hundredfold. You want to pray that you'll be able to run with this word all through the year 2023 in Jesus' name. Lift up your voice and pray. Pray the name of Jesus. Lord, send your word to heal us. Send your word to save us. Send your word to deliver us. Send your word to touch us. Pray that the word of God will come to you expressly. Pray that God will give you a specific word. God will bring to you a specific word for your purpose for the year 2023. Pray that you receive a specific word in the name of Jesus. That out of the great words that will be spoken, one word shall change your life. Oh, I want you to pray that Lord, give me a word that will change my life. Father, give me a word that will change my life. Father, send a word that will change my life. Lord, send a word that will change my life. In the name of the Lord Jesus. In the name of the Lord Jesus. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Oh, Father. Amen. What to pray. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you so much. Lord, thank you that the heavens are opened over us. Thank you that we can come and fellowship with you. We can come and dine with you. We can come and receive what you have in store for us. Let us be changed by your word. Let us be transformed by your word. Let us be renewed by your word. May we experience your powerful word at work in our lives. In the name of Jesus Christ. We pray, oh God, that you send your word that is able to quicken the dead and bring them back to life. You send your word that is able to open the eyes of the blind. Father, send your word that is able to cause the tongue of the dumb to sing. Send your word that is able to unstop the ears of the dead. Send your word that is able to cause the lame to, to come out of the future and to leap as a deer in the name of Jesus. We thank you for making good your word in our lives and we thank you for confirming your word with signs and wonders and diverse miracles and gifts of your spirit. In Jesus' name have we prayed and all the saints shall say amen. Somebody celebrate the Lord as you take your seat. Give the Lord a mighty shout. Hallelujah. Once again, I want to welcome to you to the year 2023. And um, I believe that we are full of excitement for the year 2023. We are full of expectation and hope. Amen. The Bible tells us that we should be sober and hope to the end for the grace that is to be revealed to us. I believe that there's a grace that is going to be revealed to us in Jesus' name by the ministry of God's word. Hallelujah. And um, I want to remind us also our prophetic focus for the year 2023 is the powerful word of God. The powerful word of God. Turn to the person next to you. Tell the person in this year 2023, may you experience the powerful word of God. I believe that as, you know, anytime God speaks, he, go, he, he accomplishes his word. Amen. So since God has said that in this year, we are going to experience the powerful word of God. It is going to come to pass in your life in Jesus' name. That you are going to see the fulfillment of the prophetic word concerning you. You are going to see the things that you have been reading in scripture. They are going to come to life and they are going to come alive in your life in Jesus' name. You will see them at work in your life in Jesus' name. The word of God will no, no longer be theory to you. The word of God will no longer be like a parable to you. But the word of God will be a living force to you. Oh, that's a word of prophecy to somebody. Receive it in the name of Jesus. May the word of God be a living force to you in the name of Jesus. 
the lord spoke to me today before i came for the service he said that he's sending his word to dislodge demons from people he said that he's sending his word to dislodge the plantains of the enemy in our lives the bible tells us that you know while men slept an enemy came in and sowed tears so there are times that satan has sowed tears in our lives there are times that we, we you know there are times that you can look at your life and you can be you'll be surprised at certain things that are happening in your life because you realize that no you didn't plant it you get what i'm saying do you know that some things can happen in your life and and you feel like well this is the result of certain actions or inactions that you took you know but sometimes you can also see some things happening and you go like no you don't deserve this to happen in your life you didn't sow such a seed to reap such a harvest when such things happen in your life it is an enemy that has done it it is an enemy that has come into so tears but god is saying that he's sending his word to uproot all the plantains of the enemy in our lives i declare that as the word of god comes forth every planting of sickness every planting of failure every planting of discouragement every planting of accident every planting of limitation in your life is uprooted in the name of jesus it's uprooted in the name of jesus it's uprooted in the name of jesus the, God, the Lord says in his word, Hebrews 4 verse 12, he says that the word of God is living. The word of God is quick. The word of God is active. The word of God is powerful. And the word of God is sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit, of joint and marrow. And he says that it's a discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. Amen. In this season, you will experience the powerful word of God you experience the word of god as a living force hallelujah praise the lord the bible also tells us in the book of hebrews 1 verse 3 hebrews 1 verse 3 says that and all things are upheld by the powerful word of god amen it says that god upholds all things by his powerful word what it tells us is that things are sustained you know your life is held in place by the word of god things are sustained the universe is held in place by the word of god things are preserved by the word of god he says that and he sustains everything by the mighty power of his command amen can i tell you god has released his word into your life god has sent his word to heal you god has sent his word to save you god has sent his word to deliver you if you believe it give the lord a shout hallelujah and so i want to encourage each and every one of us that in this year 2020 let us give attendance to the word of god let us um, make the word of god a priority let us decide to meditate in god's word hallelujah god has been good and gracious to me the, the the latter part of december i started reading the bible and right now i'm at numbers amen you know, genesis exodus i read leviticus and i'm in the book of numbers very soon i'll be finishing numbers and i'll be going to other other books hallelujah and can i tell you something for each and every one of us this year you are reading the bible cover to cover how many of you are ready to read the bible cover to cover receive grace in jesus name we are going to force you to read the bible cover to cover hallelujah all right let's turn about the book of luke chapter 2 verse 40. luke 2 verse 40 give me king james translation luke 2 verse 40 it talks about jesus christ the bible says that and jesus grew in wisdom and in stature full of favor or if you can give me the king james translation the bible says that jesus grew in wisdom the child grew and walked strong in spirit 
filled with wisdom and the grace of God was upon him. Hallelujah. The Bible is telling us that Jesus, the child grew and he waxed strong in spirit. He was filled with wisdom and the grace of God was upon him. Today, I want to speak to us. Uh, I want to bring us a message on the importance of growing in this year, 2023. The importance of growing in this year 2020 i want you to have a mindset that this year you want to grow you want to grow we can see from this scripture that jesus grew if jesus grew each and every one of us we have to grow and in growing you have to deliberate in growing hallelujah you have to deliberate you have to be deliberate in having a growth plan for your life in this life the only thing that grows automatically is your age if you look at your life, we regularly we see people celebrating their birthdays. People say, and so you can see that you 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 grow naturally. So because you grow naturally, you think that you would also in other areas of your life you will also grow. But that is not the case. That is not the case. If you are not deliberate in other areas of your life, you'll be growing age-wise, but other areas of your life will not be growing. And it's important for you to grow. The reason why it's important for you to grow is because there are certain blessings that God has for you that cannot be released into your life. You cannot receive those blessings until you come to a certain level of maturity. The Bible teaches us that the natural things even sometimes explain spiritual things. We know that in the natural, you cannot have a driver's license until you are of a certain age. What's the age? Is it 18 years? So somebody has to wait and grow till he or she is 18 years, and then the person can now drive a car legally. Amen. So even no matter how wealthy your father is, no matter how rich your father is, no matter the many cars that your father has, my brother, my sister, you cannot go on the road if you are not yet 18 years old. So you see that in order to enjoy the luxury, the blessing of driving a car, you need to grow to a certain age. Amen. And even if, you know, if you even take in the work setting, you realize that there are certain professions, certain occupations that you have to be a certain age before you are given that job offer, isn't it? You have to attain a certain kind of maturity, a certain kind of qualification before you can be given a certain promotion. So you have to grow in your career to get to a certain level. You cannot just be a managing director. You have to grow in career-wise before you get to be the managing director, before you get to be the CEO, before you get to be the CIO, the CFO, the CEO, or the CCs. The C's. May you be a chief in Jesus' name. Yeah. Oh, that's a word of prophecy to somebody. May you be a chief in the name of Jesus. By the powerful word of God, may you become a chief. May you become a leader. Receive it in the name of Jesus. So brothers and sisters, it is important for us to grow. And as the year 2023 has started, we must have a growth mindset in the various areas of our lives. We must decide that we want to grow. The reason why we have to grow is because there are certain prophecies that we have received that are hanging around us, that we have not, our hands have not yet laid hold of that we are not yet experiencing because we have not come to a certain level of maturity so it's not that the word of prophecy is not true it's not that the word of prophecy is not yea and amen but the truth of the matter is that you have not attained a certain level of maturity to receive that prophecy and brothers and sisters you know the reason why that prophecy cannot come into your life is because you need a certain level of maturity not just to receive the prophecy but also to maintain the prophecy to also walk in the prophecy amen there are some people that they can you know have you ever seen someone that um 
Have you ever had, maybe you've had a white shirt and very nice white shirt and you've kept it for a while and then you give it to somebody and one week after giving to the person, the shirt has become brown. I, I have seen it before. You see, it shows you that the person is not matured enough to handle a white shirt. So even to handle a white shirt, to maintain the white shirt, so even when the white shirt is given to the person, the person will walk in that blessing for one week and the person will retrogress back to his normal estate. He, the person will retrogress back to the state of wearing brown shirts, faded shirts. <laughs> because the person's mindset has not changed. And that is why Jesus Christ says something. Jesus Christ said that we don't put new wine in old wineskins. People have said... Um, People have hypothesized that, you know, when, when, when um, the, the white people are brought to Ghana or to Africa and Africans are sent to the white man's land, in, in a, very soon, the white man's land will change to the way it is in Africa and Africa will change to become like, to become developed like the white man's land. Is it true? Yeah. <laughs> it is true, isn't it? So you see that it's because the individuals have not developed to come to a certain mindset, to come to a certain level of maturity. So even when the blessing is given to them, they'll destroy their blessing. They'll destroy their blessing. So like you were saying, South Africa is a typical example. The wise left South Africa very developed. But right now, <laughs> Amen. So our maturity, brothers and sisters, is important. May you mature in the name of Jesus. May you develop in the name of Jesus. So, so what, am I, what am I saying? What I'm saying is that, you know, in this life, when people are setting goals, or, or people like to set goals, but I want to change your mindset from setting goals, from being goal-oriented to being growth-oriented. That is, that is what I'm giving you. That is the, the message I'm bringing you today. Yeah. That it, it, when the year starts, a lot of people set goals, isn't it? But I'm saying that rather than being goal-oriented, be growth-oriented. Because when you are goal-oriented and you target a certain goal, brothers and sisters, you can meet that goal all right. You can get that goal all right. But if you have not grown to a certain level where you can handle, maintain, develop that goal, that objective that you have. When you meet it, in, brothers and sisters, it could even destroy the person. It can destroy, the blessing can destroy the person. So there are people that have a goal, there are people that set a goal that they want to become the managing director or the CEO of their company, isn't it? It's, it's, a, it's a goal, it's a goal that they have set, but I'm saying that rather deciding that you want to become the managing director of your company, you want to become the president of the nation, you want to become a pastor, you want to become, you want to become a husband. There are a lot of people that are thinking of becoming, of, of marrying this year. There are a lot of people that want to become husbands and wives this year. But rather than thinking of becoming a husband, rather than thinking of becoming a wife, rather than thinking of becoming the, 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 the a director in your company, think of growing to fill that position. 
begin to ask yourself that what do I have to do in order to grow to become a father? What do I have to do to grow to become a husband? Do I have the necessary qualities of being a husband, of taking a woman and, and saying that, you know, and, and satisfying that woman emotionally, physically, mentally, um, psychologically? Are you prepared for it financially? Are you prepared to hold a woman? Are you prepared to uh, go and take somebody's daughter and take good care of somebody's daughter? Do, do you like the message I'm preaching? <laughs> you want to become the head of department in your organization it, it's a good goal but the question that have you developed do you know what it takes to be the head of department in your organization do you know what it takes to be the director of your business unit do you know what it takes let me tell you go and ask them they don't sleep I'm on that I'm on that every night they are racking this thing is racking <laughs> they, they are planning they are thinking they are planning, thinking. Then they, then they come to pen. <laughs> then they come to pen. Are you ready to stay up, up and, and plan and be thinking about your organization? You want to become the head of your business unit. Are you ready to pay the price for it? Amen. Hallelujah. As a shepherd, you want to, be, you want to have this number of sheep. Are you ready to pay the price for it? That's the things that you should be thinking about. A lot of people, when they receive prophecies, uh, they receive a prophecy that, um, what are some of the prophecies that people have received? <laughs> you know, people, people receive prophecies that, you know, they are going to excel in their academics. It's a good prophecy, but the question is that, do you know the, the sacrifice, the discipline, the hard work that it involves in excelling in your academics? Somebody received a prophecy that a person is going to get one million dollars. It's a good prophecy, but do you know what it means to handle one million dollars? Do you know what it means to work with one million dollars? Even even the five hundred Ghana cities that some people are earning, they don't know how it disappears. Some people got five hundred Ghana cities, they don't know where it went to, and you know, after one day they are scratching their head saying that ah, where did the five hundred Ghana go to? They don't know where it went, they don't know how it disappeared, they don't know how they use the five hundred Ghana cities, and they want to get a one million dollar one million dollar my, my brother. I don't want to burst your bubble, but it is not possible. It's not possible. You have to grow to be able to handle 500 Ghana cities. And that is why the Bible says that what? He that is faithful with little, much shall be given to him. Uh, maybe where you, you, this is not a message you were expecting. Because the way you are quiet, I don't know. <laughs> Hallelujah. So begin to um, desire to pay the price. And begin to desire to go through the process. The process of maturity. The process of growth so when a prophecy comes don't be so excited about the prophecy when when you receive a prophecy when the word of God comes to you I'm saying that don't be so excited about the prophecy as soon as you receive the prophecy begin to think to yourself what do I what are the processes I have to go through what must I become in order to handle the prophecy in order to receive the prophecy in order to maintain the prophecy in order to handle the prophecy what are the, what is the sacrifice i have to make what is the price i have to pay in order to become what god has said i will become there's a price to pay you need to grow and that is why jesus grew because the anointing could not have come on jesus if he had not grown 
Amen. The Bible tells us about Jesus Christ. That Jesus Christ went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with Holy Ghost and with power that he went about doing good. So when the anointing came on Jesus, he was going about. There are a lot of people praying and crying for the anointing, fasting for the anointing. But the question is that when the anointing comes upon you, are you ready to be active in the work of the ministry? Are you ready to be active in the work of the ministry? Are you ready to go the extra mile to work hard when, they, when that anointing comes upon you? There's an anointing for business. People are receiving that anointing for business. Receive it in Jesus' name. When that anointing for business comes upon you, are you ready to pay the price, to be disciplined, to work hard for your business to grow? Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. This year, may you decide to grow in Jesus' name. And can I tell you something? When you grow, it's like everything around you also grows with you. When you grow, everything around you grows with you. When you grow, your blessings also grow with you. I remember when I was working, um, when I was working, I, I started working, I was doing my national service. When I was doing my national service, the uh, boss at the time, or the boss of the company, he gave somebody a car. He, dashed, he gave someone a car. He gave the person a car. So when he gave the person no, the person was not in national, I was doing national service, but the person was a worker in the company. He gave the person a car. So when he gave the person a car, um, so of course all the employees got to know about it. it, it and we're, we're happy for the person and all that. Then uh, one week, the person will be coming, two weeks, the person will be coming to work, and the person is picking trotro to work. To work. <laughs> the person is picking trotro. So then the, the workers, other workers went to ask the guy that, ah, but... Boss just gave you a car. Why are you not using the car? You are picking trotro and all that. And you know what he said? He said, Charlie, they gave you a car, but you don't get money to buy fuel. <laughs> you don't get money to buy fuel. So he has parked, he has parked the car. <laughs> and he has, he has gone back to his normal life of picking trotro. Do you know what it teaches us? It teaches us that he got the blessing, but he's not matured for the blessing. It's not the boss's duty to be buying fuel for him. The boss has done a good thing in giving him a car. But he, he has not matured to handle a car. He has not matured to buy fuel and fueling the car and using the car. So in such a case, he has... Do you know that? Do you know that so in such a case, do you know that the boss, it is, the boss should have even collected the car from him? Because when he, had, when he leaves the car like that, the car is going to deteriorate. You understand? It's like a machine. When you leave a machine... It's just there. It will deteriorate. The more you use it, the better it is. So, when, as he has parked the car right now, no, the, it's going to spoil. So, the boss has to collect the car from him. So, do you see why sometimes God cannot give some people some blessings? And, and let me tell you something. I, I, I noticed something that in this life, and many times God does certain things. And he wants us to learn the lesson. So there are some people, listen, there are some people God uses them as examples for all of us to learn. So this gentleman that I've even told you the story is an example for all of us to learn that is not enough for God to, God will not just give us a blessing. God will expect us to grow to handle the blessing. Otherwise, he cannot give us a blessing. And that's what I was saying the other day that you see that in this life, there are certain people, certain young people that they came into contact with money early, isn't it? A lot of money. 
and we can see that there are some people some people when they came to contact with a lot of money they were able to deal with the money and handle the money and they were able to grow and all that. but you notice that there are some people also they failed when they got a lot of money isn't it you read through the media you read the newspapers and all that you see that there are people that young people that you know it could have been business it could have they they hit it big it could be they won a competition they got a lot of money it could be that their parents left them money or something However, the, the, the money, the prosperity, the blessing actually destroyed them. Maybe they entered into drugs, they squandered the money on uh, girlfriends and boyfriends, uh, and they, they just wasted the money. And the result was that they were poor, poorer than when they received the money. It's a lesson. It's a lesson that is not enough for you to get $1 million. It's not enough for you to get $10 million. What is important is, are you growing? Have you grown to handle it? So sometimes you have to learn to pray a certain prayer. That Lord, if I'm not prepared for the blessing, don't bring it to me. You don't like the prayer. You you suppose I don't think I'm afraid. Lord, if I'm not ready to handle the blessing, don't bring it to me. Lord, if I'm not ready to marry, don't let me marry. And then you now have to bring that Lord prepare me for the blessing. And you know, there's a prayer that the man of God, Kenneth Hagen, prays. He used to pray, and I learned that prayer, and I prayed that prayer. This is what he prayed. He said that, Father, what I see not, show me. What I know not, teach me. And look at the last part. He said, And for what you have prepared for me, prepare thou me. Father, what you have prepared for me, prepare thou me for it. That's a powerful prayer. That what God, the blessing God has prepared for you, you need to pray that God will prepare you for that blessing. Amen. Amen. Give the Lord a mighty clap, offering. Oh, somebody give the Lord a shout. This year, 2023, decide to grow. Some of you, this year, 2023, it must be a year of hiding for you. It must be a year, you know, when we pray, we saw how um, the feathers... Um, we saw there was a vision of an eagle shedding its feathers. There was also the vision of a horse, and the horse was growing wings. Amen. This year, decide decide that you want to grow. Decide that you want to be more in the secret place. Decide that this year, decide not to. This year, decide not to be too seen. Do you get what I'm saying? There are some people. They are all around the place. Everybody is seeing them. They, they are all over the place. They are visible everywhere. They are visible on social media. They are visible. There are some people, everybody in their hostel knows them. Everybody in their neighborhood knows them. There are some people, everybody in their, there are some people, when they get to their workplace, they go and greet everybody. They are smiling at everybody, talking to everybody. Master, it's good though, but you have to learn to hide. You have to learn to hide and grow. It's the wisdom of the serpent. The serpent is able to hide and flourish. Let me tell you something. You'll be surprised that where you are staying, there are serpents over there. Snakes are everywhere. They don't appear, but they are there. They are there growing. <laughs> Amen. You don't like what I'm saying, but you. <laughs> Snakes, that's a wisdom. They are, they, are, they are there. They are there. They are hiding and they grow. They don't come out. It's a, it's a wisdom. You must have the wisdom to grow sometimes amidst your enemies. The reason they don't allow themselves to be seen is because they know that when they are seen, they'll be attacked and killed. So, they grow in the midst of their enemies. 
May you grow in the midst of your enemies in Jesus' name. This year, 2023, may you decide to grow in Jesus' name. May you decide to develop yourself. And today, I want to talk about seven areas you need to develop. Seven areas you need to decide to grow in. You need to decide to grow in seven areas. Hallelujah. And I pray that you, the grace of God will help you to grow in those areas in Jesus' name. The seven areas that God expects us to grow, God expects us to have a growth mindset. Growth mindset. The seven areas is our spiritual lives. Number one. Number two, our mental lives. So your spiritual life, your mental life. The third one, in the area of relationships. The fourth one is in the area of career and finance. Career and finance. The fifth one is in the area of ministry, your ministry work. The sixth one is in the area of your physical life. Your physical life. And then the seventh area is in the area, I call that one, um, special faith projects. Special faith projects. Amen. President special initiatives. Special faith projects. God wants you to grow in these in these areas of your life. Hallelujah. I want to take the first one, our spiritual life. Let's turn about the book of Romans 12, verse 11. Romans chapter 12, verse 11. Amen. Amen. Romans 12, verse 11. Look at what it says. It says that not being slothful in business, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord. Fervent in spirit, serving the Lord. Can we have the New Living Translation? That New Living, it says that never be lazy, but work hard and serve the Lord enthusiastically. Hallelujah. All right, let's have the Message Translation. The Message Translation says that don't burn out. Keep yourselves fueled and aflame. Don't burn out. Keep yourselves fueled and what? Aflame. So God is teaching us that in our spiritual lives, we must be on fire. I, I want to see people who are on fire in their spiritual lives. Yeah. I, 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 this year, I want to see people on fire in the name of Jesus. Yeah. I want to see people burning spiritually in Jesus' name. Yeah. I want to see you, Charlie, when you are walking in town. In the name of Jesus. I want to see people when I'm when I'm driving traffic and I see you, I see you also driving traffic. As I see you driving tra- traffic, uh, you are driving traffic, maybe our, our cars cross each other. I don't want to see you eating roasted plantain. <laughs> I want to see you speaking in tongues. Amen. I want to see you, you are driving your car as I cross you, you are, I, and I turn and I see that, oh, this is brother, this. Not that you are eating roasted plantain and chewing granules and then, oh, and plantain chips and masa. Eating yogurt and masa. This year they're fasting. Fasting number one. And I'm also saying, Amen. So let us be on fire spiritually. Let us be on fire spiritually. And the way by which you can, you can evaluate yourself in, in terms of your spiritual life is number one, to evaluate yourself in terms of your spiritual life, in terms of whether you are growing in your spiritual life. You know, it's number one, look at your quiet time. Your quiet time. Your quiet time, your quiet time is the time you spend in the morning with the Lord in prayer and worship and the reading of the word quiet time is the time you spend with the lord alone in the morning before you do anything 
Amen. That is quiet time. Quiet time is not when you are praying in the afternoon. That's not quiet time. Quiet time is not when you are worshiping in the evening. That's not quiet time. Quiet time is early in the morning. The first thing you do before you do anything else. It's your, you know, the tithe. When we talk about the tithe, the tithe being 10% of our income, it's not just financial, brothers and sisters. Even in terms of your time, you must learn to tithe your time. So when God blesses you with a day, how many hours are in the day? 24 hours. 24 hours of that day. Do you know that 10% of that time, you have to tithe it. You have to tithe 10% of your time and give it to God. And so the first thing you do when you wake up in the morning is not to even go and bath. Unless maybe you are bathing so that you be alert. But the first thing you do is not to go in. There are some people, when they, some, there are some students, when they wake up in the morning, the first thing they do is that they are going to take their textbook and, and read. Master, it's wrong. I mean, I may catch it's wrong. When you wake up in the morning, the first thing you have to do is to read your Bible and pray. Is to have your quiet time. Is to spend time with the Lord. Amen. So, the, 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 what you can use, the indicator or the barometer in measuring your spirituality is the, is the consistency of your quiet time. The consistency of your quiet time. The regularity of your quiet time. The frequency of your quiet time. There are seven days in the week. Every day you must have your quiet time. Even Sunday that you come to church, you must have your quiet time. Coming to church is service to God and worshiping God. But quiet time is your relationship with God. Oh, so it's like some people don't like the message I'm preaching. So you must have quiet time. As a person next to you, how many minutes do you spend when you are having your quiet time? As a person, get an answer from the person. Those watching the various bunch, get a, how many minutes? How many minutes? Some people is one minute. Some people is five minutes. Some people is ten minutes. But you must, you must go, you must go, you must decide to grow. Amen. Decide to grow in your quiet time. Decide to push it to one hour. Decide to push it to two hours. Do you know that it's possible to every morning two hours to have your quiet time? You know that? Grow. Well, you know, grow in terms of your quiet time. Amen. Hallelujah. Grow in terms of your quiet time. In terms of the frequency of having your quiet time. Your aim, if there are seven days a week, your, your, your aim for having your quiet time, you must grow to the level where you, you do seven over seven. As a person that's seven days a week, what is your score in having your quiet time? Out of the seven days, no, what is your score? Is it one over seven, two over seven, three over seven, four over seven, five over seven, six over seven, seven over seven? Or it is zero over seven? As a person, is it zero over seven? <laughs> Decide to make it seven over seven. Give the Lord a clap of it. So in, 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 in growing in terms of your, your, your spiritual fervency, look at the consistency of your quiet time. And then look at your prayer life also. Look at your prayer life. What is the longest time you have been able to pray alone? You know, it is easier to pray in a group of, with a group of people. And it's a good thing to pray with a group of people. But when you pray with a group of people, you know, you must go back, you, you catch some fire and go back to pray alone. Hallelujah. And so, what is the longest time you have prayed alone? What's the longest time you have prayed alone? How long, how old, how many years have you been a Christian? And what's the longest time you have prayed alone without distractions? 
without taking your phone, without, you know, there are some people that when they are praying, after praying for 10 minutes, then they go and take, have a sandwich. And then after praying, they, they come back, they eat it. then after praying, then they go and take some juice. Then after they are praying a while, then they go and check their WhatsApp message. And then after prayer a while, they go and use their washroom. They go and wee-wee. They go and use their washroom. No, so all those things are, see, separated time, consecrated time, you alone, you wrestling with God in prayer. The Bible tells us that Jacob wrestled with the angel until the breaking of the day. That is what you and I have to be doing. You know, without distractions. I'm asking the question again. How long have you been able to pray alone without distractions? Full concentration. Is it 30 minutes? Is it one hour? You must, you must have a certain target of doing one hour. Amen. This year you must, you must grow to do one hour. This year you must grow to do three hours. And that's how we are going to grow to do three hours. This year you must grow to do five hours. And that's how we are going to take the five-hour prayer challenge. You must, you must do one hour. You must be able to do three hours. You must be able to do seven hours. You must be able to do, no, one hour, three hours, five hours. You must be able to do seven hours. And then you must be able to do ten hours. How many people are ready? Wow. See, Master, when you, when you do, let me tell you something. If you can pray, if you can pray 10 hours alone. Actually, praying alone, your capacity to pray alone is to pray alone is doubled when you are praying with other people. When you are able to pray two hours with other people, it means that you can pray one hour alone. When you, when you can pray, so sometimes, you know, when we are praying in a group, as we are praying, we are praying, then some people become tired. It's an indicator. When we are praying in a group, uh, we do one hour and people become tired after one hour. It shows that in their closet, what they are able to do is like 20 minutes. 20 minutes, maximum 30 minutes. But when we are doing katoya, we, we, we form a circle. Papaya, papaya, papaya. You can go three hours, five hours. <laughs> that means that in your closet, it shows that you, can, you are praying. Is, is, is anybody moving to one hour in prayer alone? Yeah. Are there some people who are going to three hours? Are there some people who are going to five hours? Are there some people who are going to seven hours? Can, can somebody, I want somebody to send me a message, tell me that, Pastor, this year I want to go with you ten hours. Yeah. <laughs> who, who, who join me so that we go ten hours? <laughs> hallelujah i see you growing in jesus name i see you increasing in jesus name so you look at your quiet time you look at your prayer life you praying alone then you look at fasting 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 also is a way of increasing growing spiritually increasing your spiritual fervor amen there are different types of fastings or different durations of fastings that you must decide to grow into this year. Hallelujah. You know, we are tomorrow, tomorrow we are starting our 21 day fast. Oh. Hallelujah. Oh. There are different kinds of fastings that you must decide to grow into this year. You must listen, you must decide if you've not done it in your life before, you must be able to do it. You must be able to do a three-day dry fast. Three-day dry fast without without food, without water. You will not die. You must be able to do three-day 
three day dry fast without food, without water. It's, I why is the place quiet? I don't know. But is somebody ready to, 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 to embark on that journey? I'm showing you the kind of fasting that you must grow into. You must grow into a three day dry fast, dry fast, no food, no water. You must grow into a seven day food fast. You just break in at 6 p.m. with fruits, with, with one, one finger of banana. Seven day food fast. You break in the evening, you break at 6 p.m. in the evening with just one finger of banana. Child, the whole week, just one every day, seven days, one finger of banana, one finger. Child, like that. <laughs> Amen. You must do you must do a seven day food fast. You must do a 21 day fast. By God's grace, the church is doing a 21 day fast. When we talk about a 21 day fast. I'm showing you how to do the fasting. You do the 21 day fast. You, you don't break at 12, 1, 2. You break after 6 p.m. And you break after you don't you break after 6 p.m. with, with something light. You break with oats. You break with Tom Brown. Master, you know, let me tell you something, brother and sister. The way you have been behaving in the previous years, don't take that same behavior in this year. You break the fast, heavy, heavy mass. This year, they change, change the style. Change the style. Amen. Because when you break the fast with heavy meal like that, you yourself, you know that it is not fasting like that. Because it's just like going to work and you are. Are in the days that you get so preoccupied with certain things that you forget to eat and it's in the evening? You were not fasting, you were just preoccupied. So it's the same thing. Amen. But you know, when I was reading the scriptures, I told you I've been reading the, the and I came to Exodus, Leviticus, I saw how God would say that call a solemn fast. A solemn fast. And that word stood out for me that a fasting is supposed to be solemn. Isn't it? A fasting is supposed to be solemn. It's supposed to be solemn in the sense that Charlie, and yes, we are not saying, and yes, oh, fasting, oh, fasting, and now you are talking to everybody. Is that showing solemnity? When you are fasting, you must hide. Of course, you have to interact with people and go to work and all that, but in all that, uh, try and be scarce. Amen. When you are fasting, then you are on social media. Oh, it's not a solemn, that's not a solemn fast. This, this, this 21 days fasting. You, this 21 days faster, you just have to come, you have to schedule a time. We pray morning, afternoon, evening. So uh, let me tell you something. This, this 21 day faster, the only time you put on your data is morning, the, during the morning prayer time, afternoon prayer time, and evening prayer time. That's the only time to put on your data. You just put on your data to connect, to pray, to see the flyer, to post the flyer on your status. Then you go offline. Am I teaching somebody something? It's 21 day fast. Don't be, res- don't be responding to WhatsApp messages plenty like that. Don't be. This 21 day fast. See, is God speaking to somebody? This 21 day fast. Abstain from looking at people's status. You have looked at people's status. So how has it helped you? Charlie, fast. Let it be a solemn fast. God is calling for a solemn fast. Amen. So our fasting 
we must decide to fast. I've told you there's a three-day dry fast, there's a seven-day food fast, there's a 21-day fast, there's also a 40-day fast. Receive the grace in Jesus' name. Amen. And then in the area of the word also. So the other thing that is a spiritual indicator or helps us to grow spiritually is the word of God, our meditation in God's word. This year, like I said, you must decide that you want to read the Bible from cover to cover, from Genesis to the end. Give yourself, how many, how many minutes do you spend reading the Bible? You know, I noticed that you can, one hour, you can use one hour to read 10 chapters. You can use one hour to read 10 chapters. And all of us, we have one hour to spare on social media, isn't it? All of us spend, all of us spend more than one hour on social media, isn't it? Sometimes on your WhatsApp alone, checking previous messages, checking people's status, you, you time yourself. By the time you realize you spent more than one hour, that one hour, you can use it to read the Bible. You can use it to read 10 chapters. Amen. So decide to read the Bible. Decide to meditate on the word of God. Decide that you see the applicability of the word of God in your life. Hallelujah. And then the other, um, the other indicator for our spiritual growth is in the area of our giving. Our giving. Our giving to the Lord. Our giving of offerings. Our giving of tithes. Our, our sowing of seeds. Amen. You know, just as you are growing in you know, as people are growing, people, their appetite also increases, isn't it? People begin to eat more. You must decide to give more also. Last year, how much average offering were you given? Some people were given 20 Ghana, 30 Ghana, 50 Ghana, 100 Ghana. Can you decide to go higher this year? There, you know, I, you know when I, I remember when I was a student, I used to give offering of one Ghana cities. Then when I started national service, I was still giving one Ghana CDs. And then the Lord spoke to me that, you know, now that you have started, you have finished school, you are no longer a student. Why are you giving students offering also? Why are you still giving students offering? Start, increase the offering. Amen. It's a powerful thing. So I decided to increase the offering. Then after national service, when I started working also, then the Lord came to me that now that you are working, getting full salary, increase your, your offering. Some people, how much, what they were giving when they were students, they are started working, they are still giving that same amount as offering. Oh, why like this? As a penalty, why like this? Some people, they have been promoted at work, and so their salary has increased. Yes, to the same offering. Some people, 20 Ghana, they have given, the past three years, we have been giving 20 Ghana. This year, too, you still want to give 20 Ghana? Oh, Taberna Beni. Why will you grow in, in that area also? Decide to grow. 20 Ghana, sir, 25 Ghana, 20 Ghana. Oh. Take a bold step and start giving 50 Ghana CDs offering. Take a bold step and start giving 100 Ghana CDs offering. <laughs> One day a man of God, uh, a man of God brought his offering. He, 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 he brought his offering. He, he was, he, 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 missed, he, he was just passing and then he, he, he brought his offering. He gave his offering for, to me to send to the to church, to bring to church. And the offering was 1,200 Ghana cities. It was not tight. It was not seed. It was offering. I said, hey! <laughs> offering 
is 1,200 Ghana cities. So he was, he was passing. He said, oh, my God, you, you've closed church. I thought I, I'll just pass by. Since you've closed church, you, this is the offering, my offering. Uh, so please send my offering to church for me. 1,200 Ghana. I said, <laughs> somebody's offering. And you are doing 10 Ghana, 20 Ghana. You know, there's nothing wrong with 10 Ghana. It's a good thing. But the point I'm trying to make is that you must grow. Because the truth of the matter, he's, he also didn't start over there. But he had a conscious, you know, he, he made it a conscious effort to keep on growing in that area of his life also. So he started with, because I know him, he started with five guns. He started with small offerings. It was increasing, increasing, increasing. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And can I tell you something? This, this year also, he brought his offering. And his offering is not his title seed. His offering was 10,000 Ghana cities. <laughs> he brought his offering. I'm telling you. Last year he brought his offering. Last year when he brought his offering, it was 1,200 Ghana cities. This year when he brought his offering, oh my God, I'm, I'm bringing my offering, it was 10,000 Ghana cities. So within, within a year, he has, his, his, he has, in terms of offerings, he has jumped 10, 10 times. So here's, here's somebody that when, here's somebody that when the person goes to church, you know like how we are all here at church, when the person goes to church, his offering that he has packaged, to bring to not that's what I'm saying. It's not the tithe because I'm telling you that I know the person. It's not the tithe. It's not the seed. His offering that he's he's so today like that he's going to church. You know, his offering that he's sending to church is ten thousand Ghana. Uh, I'm telling you, I'm not lying to you. I'm not lying to you. Amen. Amen. This is in Ghana. It's not the person's in Ghana. Hallelujah. So, are you ready to grow? But you see that it shows you the the, the kind of prosperity the person is working in. And sometimes it's also because the person is taking a step of faith that I'm believing God to enter into millions. That God will prosper me in the area of millions. And so the person is growing systematically. May you grow in Jesus' name. May you grow in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Somebody give the Lord a mighty clap, offering. Oh, give the Lord a shout. So grow. I've told you that you must grow in the area of... I've, showed, I've mentioned seven... Will not be able to touch all because of time i thought i would have been able to touch all the seven areas but that means that as a week i want to encourage all of you during the week will be will be i'll still be sharing these things online so please do well to to connect amen, amen. connect to um midday prayer lounge hallelujah from um, 12 p.m to 1 p.m it will be on zoom the zoom link will be shared on the pages uh, connect join us to pray hear the word of god 
the areas that you need to grow. And I believe that God will bless you. Amen. And this, this year also, our 21 days fast. Like I said, we are fasting for 21 days starting from tomorrow. And each, every three days, we'll be focused on praying for one growth area. Amen. I gave you seven growth areas, isn't it? So seven times three is 21, isn't it? So every three days, we focus on one growth area. We start with our spiritual life. So the first, so Monday to Wednesday, we will be praying regarding our spiritual life to grow spiritually. Then the next three days, to grow mentally. Then the next three days, to grow in our relationships. Then to grow in our career and our finances. To grow in the work of the ministry. And then also to grow in terms of the special faith assignments and projects that God will have us to undertake. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. The Give the Lord a clap, offering. <laughs> so, we are still on this, are growing spiritually. And we saw the scripture that said that we should be what? Fervent in spirit. We should, to be fervent in spirit means to be on fire for the Lord spiritually. To be, uh, to be aflame. Amen. Amen. You know, you know, when you are when you are on fire for the Lord, there's a certain force field that is around you. There's a certain, you carry an atmosphere around you. I remember when I was in school, there was a certain guy that came to my room. He was a senior cosmic. He came to my room, he came to sleep in my room for one, one night. Then when he, when he, he, because he was, you know, he was moving around and he got to our hostel, it was late, so he decided to sleep. He said, when he got up, he, he came to me and was like, hey, this is his first time in years that he has been able to sleep without taking medication. And he told me that he was, he, he has been suffering from insomnia. And so every day he has to take pills or medication drugs to be able to sleep. But the day that he came to my room, he was able to have a good sound sleep. Because there was a certain force field in my room that all the, the demons that were preventing him from sleeping, when he entered, they couldn't enter the room. So that day he slept. But when he went back, then they followed him and he went to sleep. <laughs> he, he should have come to submit that uh, I should help him and deliver him. But because I was a junior cosmate, maybe he, he, he was my senior. So maybe he, he took me for granted. But he, he didn't come in this day. But, but when he came, the demons stood outside the room. They couldn't come in. So he was able to have a, a sound sleep. It's because of spiritual fervency. Amen spiritual fervency you must be spiritually fervent here and and be an atmosphere carrier look at that like jesus the bible said that they touched when the woman touched the hem of jesus garment power went out of jesus and entered her and she was she was healed it comes by spiritual fervency every day you are shaking people smiling at people and nothing is happening oh Amen. You must be on fire for the Lord. And to be on fire for the Lord, your quiet time, your prayer life, your fasting, the word, giving. And then also the other area, your obedience to Holy Spirit. Your obedience to the leadings of God's Spirit. Your obedience to the leadings of God's Spirit. Your obedience to the leading of God's Spirit. How many of us here, God speaks to us? Wow. I thank God you, you are raising your hands. Those watching online also, I believe that God speaks to you. God speaks to us in different ways. But the primary way God speaks to us is in the stillness of our hearts. 
Sometimes it comes as a thought. It comes as an impression. It comes as a prompting. It's the leading of God's spirit. So it's not enough to receive the leading of God's spirit. It's not enough to receive the prompting of God's spirit. The question you should be asking yourself is, how obedient are you to the promptings of God's spirit? Brothers and sisters, for each and every one of us, the, the, the level of results in our lives can increase dramatically if we'll be more obedient to the promptings of God's spirit. The promptings of God's spirit, they are very subtle and they look very simple and they look very ordinary. But if you can be obedient to them, you'll be amazed how far you go in life. Amen. So this year, you must decide to strive for 100% obedience. 100% obedience and prompt obedience, quick obedience. The Spirit of God lays something on your heart. Quickly do it. The, the Spirit of God impresses upon you to do something. Do it. The Spirit of God prompts you to start. You know, for all of us over here, let I know that God speaks to each and every one of us. Like I said, it's a prompting. Sometimes some of you, you, you as the year has started, you are receiving a prompting that, wow, you should wake up every day at a certain time. It's a prompting that, that is coming to you. It's a leading of God's spirit. But let me tell you something. If you can be obedient to it, if you can be, and let me tell you, anytime that desire comes, anytime that prompting comes, the ability to live it, to act it, to do it has also come. Because anytime God sends his word, he sends his ability with his word. But many times we do not take advantage of that ability. And that is why Paul in his writing said that, he said that, I do not frustrate the grace of God. Amen. Let me show you that scripture so that your Galatians 5 is... Um, Maybe it's verse 23 or 24. Galatians 5, verse 23 or 24. Look at what Paul said. Going quickly. He said something. Using the King James translation. Oh, is, uh, is it all Galatians? Is it Galatians 5, verse? Um, all right. Is it Galatians 6? Why is it the, the fruit of the Spirit is in what scripture? All right, Galatians 5, verse, um, verse 22. If we live in the Spirit, let us arrive. Um, okay, let's go to Galatians 4, verse 19. Um, oh, it, should be, it should be in Galatians. Someone can tell can, someone can me. Paul said, I do not frustrate. Or it's not Galatians, but he says, I do not frustrate. Galatians, let's give Pastor Amy a round of applause. Amen. May you marry a good wife in Jesus' name. May you have a good help meet. You see, that's what I've been telling. So, the ladies, may you, may you grow to be a virtuous woman. <laughs> Galatians 2 verse 21 says that word. Look at what Paul says. Look at the first part. Let's all say together. Ready, go. I do not frustrate the grace of God. All right, that's, that's okay. I do not frustrate the grace of God. Give me another translation, maybe the New Living Translation. He said, I do not treat, treat the grace of God as meaningless. Wow. Give me the message translation. He says, I'm not going to go back on that. All right. Then give me Amplified Translation. He said, therefore, I do not treat God's gracious gifts as something of minor importance and defeat its very purpose. And look at what he said. He said, I do not set aside and invalidate and frustrate and nullify the grace of God. Look at it. So, brothers and sisters, do you realize 
that you can frustrate the grace of God. Do you realize that you can nullify the grace of God? Isn't it amazing that the Bible said that you can set the grace of God aside? See, you have been crying for, people have been crying for grace, grace, God, give me grace to pray. God, give me grace. Master, the grace God has given it to the people, but they are frustrating it. They are making it meaningless. They are neglecting it. They are setting it aside. They are nullifying it. That is, they are making it of non-effect. So, when, when the Lord laid on your heart that this year, wake up every day at 4 a.m. to pray, the moment the Lord laid it on your heart, the grace of God came with it. But, but the issue is that, are, are you frustrating the grace? Or you are taking advantage of the grace? Because you see that you wake up at 4 a.m. But when you wake up at 4 a.m., you go back to sleep. The, the, the fact that you woke up at 4 a.m., whether by the Spirit of God or by your alarm, you still woke up. The fact that you woke up alone shows that the grace of God has woken you up. But the question is that, did you go back to bed? Particularly in this Hamatan season when the weather is cool and cold. Wow. Did you say to yourself, just a little more sleep? Lord, just a little more sleep. Let me stretch myself some more. Oh God. <laughs> Hallelujah. But I'm saying that word obedience to the leadings of God's spirit. If you can be obedient to the leadings of God's spirit, my brothers, my sisters, we'll be amazed at the blessings that God will bring in our lives. If we'll be obedient to the leadings of God's spirit, my brothers and sisters, we will be amazed at how we will grow spiritually this year. You will grow tremendously. You will, you will increase. You will work strong and great spiritually. And not just spiritually, but in every area of your life. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Give the Lord a mighty clap of him. Hallelujah. Amen. We come to the end of our message. Um... Like I said, we'll continue during the week and during this fasting period. I, I've not spoken about, I've just spoken about our spiritual life. I gave us seven areas, isn't it? So I've just spoken about spiritual life. We, we have to learn about our mental lives, our thoughts, how to feed our mind with positive things. We have to learn about relationships, growing in our relationships, our relationship with our mentors, our relationship with our colleagues, our relationship with our mentees. We have to grow in the area of our, our career and our finances. God wants you to grow financially, isn't it? How much you earned last year, you must it must increase this year. Amen. Hallelujah. So we must grow in our careers and finance. We must grow in the work of the ministry. You must grow in the work of the ministry. This year you must grow, you must improve in your church attendance. This year you must decide that you never miss a church, a church service. You must you must determine that this year you always come to church on time. Always come to church early. Is it a good thing? You must determine that this year you win souls. Last year, how many souls did you win? And how many souls did you shepherd? This year, you must make it a point that you want to win souls. Amen. And God will bless you. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And then also, like I said, your physical life. This year, you must, you must decide to, with, amidst the fasting and the spiritual exercises and all that, you must decide to take good care of your body. You must decide to be, to, to be fit. To eat well. To exercise to be strong 
and taking good care of your body because you know jesus christ said that, that he said a body has thou prepared for me brothers and sisters your body is also important god has prepared your body for you and every spirit needs a physical body to act in this earth in this earth realm without the physical body no spirit is permitted to act in this earth realm so you need your your physical body to fulfill the divine assignment that God has given you. So you need to go in your physical body also, in terms of your strength and all that. Even in terms of your dressing. This year, some of you have to decide to dress well. Some of you have to decide to always look good. Some of you have to change your wardrobe. Amen. Some people every day, casual dressing, casual dressing, casual dressing. I said, this year, dear. I said, we call formal. I said, we shed suit in a tie. Can I see some people wearing suit and tie? Can I see the way I'm wearing my suit and tie? Hey. hey isn't it? Yeah. Do you know that you, you, you are addressed the way you dress? You are addressed the way you dress. And people treat you the way you dress. Amen. When you dress like a non-serious person, people treat you as non-serious. But when you dress well, you dress sharp. When you dress your best, wherever you are going, man, people... People respect you. Amen. Amen. So it's all part of the physical. You're dressing. Hallelujah. And then special faith projects also. Uh, we're praying along those lines. Some people, God, some put their special faith project this year is to, is to get a husband or get a wife. Amen. Oh, yeah, you are not excited. God will do it this year in Jesus' name. Some people, their special faith project is to buy a car. Or is to be blessed with a car. Or is to be blessed with a house. To buy land. Amen. Some people, it is to... um, This is a word of prophecy I just just received. I see some people going to vacation in Dubai this year. I see that some people that are going to marry this year, their, their honeymoon will be outside the country. God is going to touch some people, your honeymoon, you have it outside the country. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Receive it in the name of Jesus. God will do it. Hallelujah. Give the Lord a mighty clap, offering. Amen. Once again, I want to remind us we start our fasting tomorrow. Um, so tomorrow, 5 a.m., we have morning due from 5 to 5.30. And then from 5.30 to 6, at the branch level, we'll all be connecting via Zoom to pray. Amen. Amen. To pray. And then from 12 to 1 p.m., we'll also be praying online on Zoom, via Zoom. Amen. And then in the evening also, so that 12 to 1, that's, we call it the midday prayer lounge. That one is joined across all the branches. The morning session and the evening sessions are at the branch level. And then the afternoon sessions are joined. Amen. In the evening from 7 p.m. to 8 p.m., the branches will be praying. We're going to do this all through uh, the 21 days of fasting. Hallelujah. And I want to encourage us to participate. Like I said, every three days, we'll be set aside to pray regarding the seven growth areas of our lives. Every three days, we'll take one of the growth areas and pray with that growth area. Pray regarding 
that growth area. Amen. Amen. Please, I want to encourage you to take this fasting serious. I want to encourage you to uh, let it be a solemn fast. Tell the person that you let it be a solemn fast. Amen. So it being a solemn fast means that you are not just going to be eaten. It means that as much as possible, you break after 6 p.m. You also break with something light. Amen. Don't break like you're on a revenge mission. <laughs> Amen. Break with something light. You know, break with something light. Break with fruits. Break with uh, beverage. Maybe beverage and one slice of bread. Amen. Break with something light. Also, don't be, don't be everywhere. Try and be in your closet. I'm saying a solemn fast. Uh, try and be your closet. All, of course, you go to work, you go to school and all that, but don't be interacting with people too much. You get me? Uh, it's just for 21 days. After you can go and do whatever you want, but 21 days. Don't interact with people too much. I mean, uh, look at separating yourself and spending more time in prayer time in the word of God. Also, don't be on, on social media plenty. Amen. Reduce, minimize your social media activity. Let Facebook send you a message that, oh, they are not, they are not seeing you or they have not been seeing you. Isn't it? Let your phone, you know, some phones will tell you your screen time. Let there be a reduction in your screen time. This 21 days of fasting. May you receive no, weekly notifications. 10 hours reduce screen time. 15 hours reduce screen time. Some people, their screen time keeps increasing. But this fasting, let it be a solemn fast and let it decrease. Let your screen time decrease. Spend time in the Word of God. Spend time praying with the prayer points. Start reading the Bible. Meditate on the Lord. Pray. Pray. Tell the pendant to pray. pray. And God will surprise us. This year, may God show up in your life. Amen. This year, may, the, may you experience the powerful Word of God. This year, may the prophecies come to pass in your life. This year, as you grow, as you give yourself to growth and you grow, may blessings you have not even prayed for come into your life in Jesus' name. May things that you are not even expecting come to you in the name of Jesus. May you be surprised and amazed at the goodness of God. May you attract the divine favor of God. May you attract the divine blessings of God, the goodness of God. In Jesus' name have we prayed. And all the saints shall say, Amen. I want you to be on your feet right now. You want to be on your feet. And I just want to pray. And then the branch pastors will take over. Father, in the name of Jesus, we want to thank you for the year 2023. Lord, we commit this year into your hands. We've started with you. We know, Lord, that you continue with us. We know, Lord, that you end with us in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. We pray, O oh God, for the grace to grow. We pray, O oh God. For the grace to increase we pray for the spirit of god the spirit of wisdom to help us and empower us to grow in the mighty name of jesus christ be with us oh god increase us and prosper us may we grow into the blessings you have for us i see you growing into the blessings god has for you i see you growing to lay hold on the prophecies that are for you receive the prophecies in jesus name may you grow to handle the miracle may you grow to handle the blessing may you grow to handle the prosperity may you grow to handle that favor may you grow to handle that anointing may you grow to handle that business may you grow to handle that increase may you grow to handle those spiritual giftings may you grow to handle the power of god may you grow to handle the wisdom of god may you grow to handle the glory of god 
God. In the name of Jesus. Receive it. In Jesus' name have we prayed. And all the saints shall say, Amen. Give the Lord a clap of as you take your seats.